We hear a lot of perspectives on the Mankind Podcast. Inclusion of a guest is not an endorsement of their views, and the opinions expressed here do not always represent the mission or values of the Mankind Project USA. Looks like the rain has gone. Hey, everybody, it's Boysen Hodgson with the Mankind Podcast. Welcome back. This is going to be a different kind of an episode, a shorter kind of an episode, and I'm really super excited to share something with you and to share a couple of men who I know pretty well with you as well. We're going to be talking about the Crossroads training today, which is one of the Mankind Project USA's online trainings that we've been running now for over two years and it's an incredible program. And I brought Michael Pierce and Vincenzo Falone together, who are two of the leaders, two of the facilitators, instructors who run this course to talk about it. But we're going to start way back. So one of the things that the Crossroads course does is help us get at resistance. It's the heart of this course. But to get to our resistance, we have to go back even further. So one of you guys, why don't you start us off with where the where we go? Thanks. I'll take it, Vincenzo. Um, thanks, boys, and, and hello, everybody. Uh, you know, in, in the beginning, we all started off, each one of us started somewhere, different backgrounds, different states, countries, continents, but we were all conceived and born into this world. And in the beginning, as each of us came into the world, our, our, our needs were simple, basic. Uh, we came into the world with little, little love balls full of joy and innocence. And two things we wanted to know coming in, I'm, I'm sure that I did deep inside, is it is there a safe place for me and will I be loved unconditionally? And I came into the world and I had hopes and dreams. I came in, I, um, I had my golden ball, my magic ball, my, my core center of expression and radiance, innocence, um, lovability, wholeness, energy, optimism, and worthiness. And as I moved through the world as, as, as a boy, I uh, believe that most people do on some level, they, they have desires and wants for what they want, who they'll be, the qualities that they will embody, and the, the connections that they'll make with others. And, um, you know, courage and creativity and finding meaning in life and uh, abundance, support. And at some point, this golden ball, which represents all the radiance and fullness, possibility, things happen in our lives. Things happened in my life. Things didn't go as planned. I wanted more. I wanted things to be different. I figured out a way to get by and to reconnect with that, that specialness that I brought into the world. And there were struggles along the way, and there were choices that I made that weren't always golden and radiant. And we got a lot of messages. 
messages from parents. Maybe you were exuberant and, and carefree and wild and you got taught, calm down, find your place. Or maybe a teacher told you, oh, that, that drawing is terrible. And, and you had to stuff a lot of these gifts. And every time you stuffed a gift and hit it, you had to get something to replace it because, you know, in the world, you had to be safe. And so you created what we call resistance or these protectors. And, and these protectors were created at a point in your life where you didn't have the access of all the qualities you were born with. So this golden ball wasn't as full. So you had to fill it with something. And, and we, we all have to survive. And we all survived. And, and maybe, uh, I know for me, I survived by being a people pleaser as long as everybody would like me then I'd be safe because at a point in your life, it's all about just getting by and being safe. It's not about your goals and dreams. At that point, it's, you know, what do I have to do to get through today? And in Crossroads, we try to help you uncover the resistance and these inner protectors that are probably controlling your life right now and not allowing you to be the, the person, the man you, you want to be, that you see in the horizon. That's a term we use. Who is, that, who is that man in the horizon there that you long to be, that you're moving toward? So today we're going to kind of explore this whole idea of, uh, of resistance, protectors, and that longing to be, to be our whole self and full self at this stage in our life. Thank you, guys. That was Michael Pierce and then Vincenzo Falone. So leading away from that, I think I, I kind of grasp, right? I think I kind of have a hold of, I felt really free when I was really little and then stuff happened and I started getting told, no, you can't do that. No, that's too much. No, that's unsafe. And maybe I got some really harsh wake-ups around, you know, if you do that, if you show up in the world that way, then this is the really bad and fast repercussion that you're going to get out of that. So where do we end up? And this can be for, for either one of you. Like, What do you see in men? You guys have both been doing this work for a long time. When this resistance is running the show. Well, the men who show up, they're uh, in many ways coming in with a lot of disappointment. A lot of uh, unfulfilled dreams and, and for, for some broken, broken by addiction, right? Broken by choices that have harmed them. And, and we always talk about, well, how, how could these, if we're calling protectors, right? How could these protectors be helping us if I'm being hurt, if I'm being disappointed? But those protectors are there for one reason. So we don't feel that big disappointment, that big hurt, that big rejection. And that's the risk of, of taking that chance and, and living that full potential that, that men long for when they, when they wake up to something, something beyond it. And, and so we, we see a lot of these protectors in the resistance as ways that we have created to sabotage these deeper longings and dreams in order to keep us really familiar and safe. And, and I always see it as almost in this familiar box. And safe could be miserable. Mm. Safe could be just 
living a life that is that is familiar and and not touching that dream that I really long to touch. What do you, what do you think, Michael? Yeah, right, right on. Um, you spoke around it and you didn't use the word, so I'll bring it in. Unconscious. Nice. That there's a way that the, um, you know, the way that I worked through the world, the way I survived and navigated the, the, the challenges and the pit home, I did my best. I figured out a way. And uh, most days it was pretty good. And, and some days, not so much. So, but, you know, I went on autopilot a lot of times. You mentioned the people pleaser. I'm like, yes, let me go in. Let me charm. Let me be. Let me be as likable as possible. Then I won't be rejected or excluded, and then I'll then I'll have my tribe. So I was unconscious of that. The happiest guy skipping down the street, and I inside I had all of these emotions that that I was simply not acknowledging. Anything that was dark or unpleasant, I wasn't going to touch it because the world hasn't world needs better than that. So yeah. So the unconscious we refer to it frequently in, in this in this space as shadow, um, hidden, repressed, and denied aspects of oneself. And, and it may not necessarily the dark stuff. It could be keeping down my, some of that radiance, some of that golden possibility, mm. the hope I had for, for dreams that, uh, that I suppress because maybe there's some track running in the back of my mind you might not be good enough. You might not deserve. You really might be unworthy. And those are the messages that folks, everybody on some level has to, to work with so that they can counter and, and be their, their greater, fuller, more radiant selves than a diminished, suppressed one. Thank you. I'm going to call back to a couple of things that I just heard and, and expand. So we got three nice guys in the room. Hey, everybody, three nice guys in the room, three people pleasers in the room. Uh, where are you on that? And I'm just going to point out some of the other kind of archetypal dudes that we see showing up in the room, right? So some of the others, and you kind of pointed at it, Vincenzo, by saying, you know, maybe depression is your normal. Maybe misery is what you're comfortable in. Maybe there's this sense of like giving up. I've been stuck so long, I got nothing else, right? So you're just kind of trudge trudging through the world in that. And then we also see, and I see guys show up who is like the how I figured out how to get in along along in the world was this kind of alpha persona. I'm gonna control freaking everything in my world. I've got it locked down. I've got my routines, I've got my hard edges, I've got all of that stuff to keep me safe. And I don't give a shit what you think about me. I'm not a people pleaser at all, right? But that's how I've learned to compensate. And poison. So check in with that. So when your controller or yeah. a controller comes online, what's the emotion that, that that's typically masking? Oh God, for me, it's grief, right? Underneath mm -hmm. it all, there's fear, fear on top, right? I want to control everything because I'm afraid of what might happen. Yeah. But then it's usually underneath is like that deep disappointment that Vincenzo talked about, right? Which is the grieving yeah. that never got done. Yeah, yeah. the beauty of, I, I think, in Crossroads we touch on is when men start to begin, begin to share these hidden 
protectors out loud. And they realize in the, within the 16 participants, wow, I'm not alone. Hey, he's got one too. That's another controller. And this is how he controls. Or, you know, this guy is an isolator and he just stays by himself. And, and, and so when we go beyond the self-judgment, because what we find, we're, we're so harsh on ourselves, right? And usually that's another way of staying safe. I'm just so critical. So I'm going to just do what I can to get by and, and then hide, right? And, and I, I find with Crossroads, we awaken men not just to the, well, I'm a controller, but what is the, what's the resistant behavior? What are, what are their go-to controlling habits? And we find that there are a certain amount of habits that are unique to each man. And one man might be, well, you know, I have all these great intentions of writing at night, but I find myself overeating and then watching Netflix. Well, that, that's, that could be judged as, well, you're lazy, but we see that as, see, this, this protector resistance has such power that it puts you to sleep, like Michael said. And has you do something to keep you in that rut. Nice. So, okay, we got it. I got it, right? I got all this resistance. Like, so what? Like, what's this training going to do for me now that I have this understanding? Good. Well, I would say that what I brought in yeah. a few minutes ago, a reminder that there was a time. There was a place. There was a an inner essence within each of us that longed for more, that wanted things to be different. And so there's a reconnection. Then there's a, a visiting of um, what might have happened along the way and uh, a reckoning for that on some level. And then a, a re-envisioning of, okay, so here I am now. I'm whatever, I'm, I'm 24, I'm 34, I'm 64, what, what, whatever the age is, different life transitions. With the time I have left, I'd like things to be different. How different? What different? That's an individual man's choice. So we provide a space where he can explore and have a little adventure and take a look. Oh, yeah, this is where I am. This has been missing. This has been a, uh, a void and in, in, in my longing that I want to fill with something more meaningful, something I get more, more gratitude from, more connection with. And then that's, uh, you know, those are some of the, the springboards we use to, to look and go forward and make adjustments for what tools I might need. Let's, let's work together on it. Beautiful. And I'll, I'll punt right over to Vincenzo from that word, right? So, and I'm assuming that you're going to be giving me some tools and skills. So what kinds of things are, am I going to get out of this training? Well, I, I think one of the most important is most men have been wrestling with these, we call them the inner protectors, right? What we, what we've realized over the last few years, it's really evolved that, that we, we, we honed it down. We all have three unique inner protectors. And I find like that they really conspire with each other to create this inner cabal that will control us. So the first step is developing a relationship and trying to understand these protectors, where they came from, what their purpose is, right? How they're impacting us. Because what a man knows by now is years of fighting and struggling has only made them stronger. 
Mm. So first, just changing the relationship is a big piece. And then identifying the specific behaviors, because if they know their behaviors now, they'll say, wait a second, that behavior, that's the behavior of my resistance. And that could often short circuit a habit or something that would be sabotaging them. And the other thing, we, we awaken men to what Michael said before, that golden ball, it's still there. Another piece of, of crossroads that awakens for them is the idea of these inner archetypes, these, these inner hardwired parts of them that they can now pull and create a life through using these positive archetypes to stay safe and not depend on the shadows and the protectors. So that's, that's some of it, boys. Thank you. Michael, anything on top of that that you want to kick in? No, I just, I, this, this feels great. You're, you're picking up. It's, Vincenzo and I have been involved in this for a few years now, and, and it's just it's really sweet to, to hear it, have the conversation going on this level. I'm what is this it. about? Yeah. So how does, this, how does this work? So if I'm a man who, you know, uh, there's something here. There's something here. I'm feeling something about this. What does this program actually look like? Like, so it's an online program. I got that. Describe some of the other logistics for me. What are we going to do? I think the uh, format's brilliant. You know, we only have 16 participants, but there are five facilitators, a lead, a co-lead, and three team facilitators. And uh, we have one meeting a week. That's the large meeting. And there's a lot of context. We do breakout rooms. It's fast moving. And, and I always say this is for men who are serious about their growth and really want to challenge themselves. And that's that one meeting that's two and a half hours. And then we meet another night during that same week for an hour and 15. And that's where we break up into teams of four. And each team wow. has a facilitator, an MK, you know, a crossroads facilitator to lead that group. And that's where everything is integrated, where that's where the deeper conversations come in. And what I found is there are bonds. I never thought it could be possible that on Zoom, we can have the kind of bonds and relationships that have formed. And, you know, and, and I just want to make sure I get this. We developed something called Crossroads Extensive or uh, integration training. That's a follow-up. And usually not all 16 men, but about 10 men will follow up with it. And I think we have six ongoing groups now that have decided to stay together on their own. And they're meeting on Zoom weekly. And actually, I just helped one group the other day. They actually met in Colorado and did their own version of their own get-together physically. So, so to see that these men have really inspired by this, because in Crossbows, we're really giving them a formula to take to the next step, to really create the life they long to live. We call it the man in the horizon, right? What are the steps to get toward that man? So you, you see I have a lot of energy and passion around, around this work. So The man yeah. on the horizon. Nice. Michael, go ahead. Yeah, and, and a view from, from this particular crossroads. Not everybody's at a midlife, gee, I'm going to be 40 next year. Where am I? What am I doing? It's the middle passage. It could be at any time. It could be, you know, I'm... I'm I've been with my partner for three years, and um, I don't know if I want to get married. That's a crossroad with a partner. For somebody that long, what does your partner want? Um, so it, it could be career. It, it could, who knows what it could be. Uh, but it's, it's each man brings his, 
his own, on some level, his crossroads. And, and it is, it's, it's a unique offering. Uh, it's actually 35 days. Uh, no, less wow. than that. It's, it, no, it's less than that. It's, it's 30 days because it starts and then, uh, with a two and a half hour session. And then sandwiched in between that are the five shorters and then one at the end. So it's actually not six weeks. It's, it's less than six weeks. Mm-hmm. Five um, and a half. What's that? It's yeah, so five and a half if we don't with that Wednesday missing. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, so, so for men that are, that have a lot going on and gee, I don't know if I have time for this. Well, I say, if you think you don't have time, I'd ask, is there resistance? Is time showing up as a resistor? Because why, if you were at a crossroad now, it's time. Jump in. You're going to find others that, that have the same questions and the, the, the self-doubts and the concerns. So like, get, anyway, the water's warm. Jump in if you want. <laughs> well, you know, I just have a quick piece here with that because it's because crossroads, when I heard it, I think a man could say, oh, am I really at a crossroads? Is this for me? The question I have with men is, man, where are you holding back in your life? Is it in your relationships, your career, your health? If you're holding back, this will give you the tools to go deep and discover parts of you that long to be full in. And and that's what Crossroads is. So I think that the call's been put out there already. This is not impersonal. This is this is not a big room. This is 16 guys with five facilitators, guys who have years of experience. The two guys I'm sitting with here today, decades of experience doing this kind of work. And that the outcome could be, wow, guys who have created lifelong bonds and commitment to continue doing this kind of personal work together to make their lives look like they want them to look for the man on the horizon. Yeah. You know, and, and it, and for men who are just starting out, it's a, it's a great intro work, but we have had men come through, have been deeply involved in men's work for years. And, and they took these tools and were able to integrate it into that. And uh, so I think at any level, it, it could be a, a real, real benefit. Thank you. So that was Michael Pierce and Vincenzo Fallone. So look down in the show notes or go to mkpusa.org forward slash crossroads to learn more about this training, to see what's coming up. And thank you guys. I, uh, I saw you both here in the room today and I'm deeply appreciative. So thanks for taking this time with me. Yeah. Thank you boys. Thanks. Yeah. Absolute pleasure. Take care. This has been the Mankind Podcast produced in association with the Mankind Project USA. And I personally want to thank our guests for joining us today and imparting their wisdom from their experiences in this amazing journey called life. Now, the fee for this episode is simple. If you found gold and insights that you believe could benefit your loved ones and those you care about, be sure to share it with them. And of course, remember that life doesn't happen to us. It happens for us, so long as we rip the pen out of fate's hand and become the author of our own story. So my friend, pick up the pen, and we'll see you next week. Lots of love.